Would you open us up in a word of prayer? Yes, sir. Uh, dear God, thank you that we're in church tonight, through the Lord. Uh, please uh, be with Pastor Creed as he teaches us through the word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, amen. Good to see you tonight. And uh, hope everybody's warm, except Dawn. She never gets warm. Are you warm tonight? Well, that's a praise. It's a miracle. Amen. And uh, good to see you. I hope you had a good start to your week. And uh, boy, everything's happening. A lot of things happening. I know there's a lot of things happening with your families and uh, with your jobs and, and with what you're going through. But uh, God's on the throne and He's Jesus is praying for you, making intercession. And uh, it's an exciting life to know Him. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I want us to I want us to look at let's look at we're gonna look at some scripture tonight. First Peter chapter two for to begin with, and then we're gonna go back to the book Luke, Dr. Luke penned it. And I want to look at some things. I want to encourage you tonight uh with some things uh concerning your life. And a part of your life, a part of the Christian life. But I want us to get get in the, on the same page to begin with. Amen. We come in here. And you, I don't know if you travel ever travel and you drive. We'll go down to Patrick's and we'll drive and drive and we'll get there, and I'll go sit down in the couch and I feel like I'm still driving. <laughs> and you just sort of have to gear down. And so I know you have thoughts on your heart and on your mind tonight. And so we'll ask the Lord to just help us to get on the same page and learn together tonight and speak to our hearts. And so look at, look at chapter 2, 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 21. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us. Now notice what it says, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Amen. That's the real call. That's the real path is to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's, that's a 24-7 job. We, we, we fall. We fail. We cannot, we cannot waller in our failures. The Bible says, the Bible says, Paul says, I press toward the mark. He says, I reach forth. To those things that are before. I don't waller in my failures. And we all fail. Every day. We fail and we get up and we start. And we get up and we start. And, and uh, But the Christian life is a life. Uh, this thing of being a failure is not in God's vocabulary. It's all part of his plan. It's all part of his plan. And so uh, we're not losers. Amen. We're on the winning side, amen. So tonight, tonight I want us to look at Luke, and I want to look look at some portions of Scripture with you. You you can mark them. We'll read them, and I want to make some 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 uh, comments with each prayer. 
place. It's, it's, we're going to talk about prayer tonight. And I want us to look at in the Bible as far as prayer is concerned. Now, here's what I want you to listen. I want you to, I want you to listen because I want you to understand where we're going with this. We're going to look at Jesus praying. Now, my first thought, Tim, is why does he need to pray? I mean, he's God. Is he praying to himself? Well, right? These, these, these. When, and when I look at a scripture, Miss Marilyn, I look at a scripture and I start asking questions and I think some people ask questions. You know, like around the Christmas story, we think, well, how can that happen? And who is the mother of Jesus and who is the father of Jesus? And that, you know, those, those are all those questions and the Bible answer those, answers those, amen? And so we do that. But, but we just read that Christ, Christ suffered and he left us an example Okay, you need to understand that. He didn't have to be baptized, but he did it as a, an example. Okay, so when it says to follow his steps, that's his example that he set forth. You, you study Jesus close in the Gospels and, and the way he responds to people is epic. I mean, there's not a greater preacher, there's not a greater reasoner than than. Than, than, than Jesus was. And uh, that's what Paul followed. He went into the synagogue and reasoned, told him about Jesus. So let's look at some scripture tonight, and let's make some note, and let's, let's learn the example of Jesus in prayer. Amen? Let's look, at, let's look at the first, Luke chapter 3 and verse 21. Luke chapter 3 and verse 21. Luke chapter 3 and verse 21, look at what it says. It's, it says there, Now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that as Jesus also being baptized, and what? He was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my, my beloved Son, in thee... I am well pleased. Now, Luke is the only place that talks about Jesus praying. The other Gospels do not. And, and, and did he have to be baptized? No, but he did it as an example. I want you to notice that, that, that when Jesus was praying, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit for his public ministry. This began his public ministry. He set an example as he prayed, and, and as he prayed, and as he, as he was setting example before those people, and, and, and I mean, they were probably in awe. They probably didn't know what exactly was happening. We do, because we have the Word of God. But the Holy Spirit, Jesus was anointed for his public ministry. He was coming out into the public. He was, he was getting, to, getting ready to give them the gospel and, and, give him, give, and, and, and the scribes. He was getting ready to cause trouble, Amen. And, and but but listen listen as he prayed, he was anointed with power of, of the Holy Spirit. And I want you to understand, folks. Uh, we should follow that example in our Christian lives because but because we don't. It's not an automatic button we push. It's not an automatic osmosis. It's not. It's not just because we're indwelt by the Holy Spirit, He fills us. That's not. That's not what we need to pray. We need to. The Bible says. If we ask him, he'll give it, give us the Holy, he'll fill us with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so G, when Jesus was praying, I want you to understand, 
Praying is, is essential for us to be endued with power from on high, to be, in, right. to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to pray that God fills us. Now, I, I, I'm not saying you pray in the morning, and I'm not saying you pray at noon, and I'm not saying you pray at the evening. I'm saying pray without ceasing on that one because we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I was thinking about this on, on the way up. I was, you're filled with something. Now, you can take that the way you want, but, but we're at, any, at any time in the daytime, we are filled with something. Something's filling us. Right? And we get consumed with something. But we should be consumed with the Holy Spirit. Well, I'm telling you, I'm telling you with, with and uh, you know, anyhow, that's another, but, but, but just think about this. Think about this. When he was praying, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He, he, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit. As an example, he prayed. You got that? That's good, isn't it? Amen. Notice, notice chapter 5 and verse 15. Chapter 5 and verse 15. Look at verse 15. Look what it says. Luke chapter 5 and verse 15. And so much the more went there a frame abroad of him, fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Now notice what, what happened. What does it say there? And he what? Into the wilderness and what? What, what, what? He's healing people. He's withdrawing to pray. Notice what it says. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting with by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Amen. Now notice, notice, notice the two verses on either side, but the sandwich in between, he what? He withdrew himself and he prayed. You see, the Lord prayed after times of public service. You see, you, see, you need to understand something, folks. We, not, we need to take time to withdraw ourselves to pray. That's right. As we come in out of the public. Yes. As we come in out of the service. You say, why? Well, the first thing we need to do as we come in from out of the public service, out of, we, we, we've come in contact with the sin. He came in contact with sinful humanity, and so do we. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing how the word influence is a powerful word. And when we get out there in the world, if we don't watch it, we'll be influenced by the world. Mm-hmm. We'll pick up their phrases. We'll pick up their way of doing things, their way of dressing, their way of talking, their way of walking. But he withdrew himself. He became, he, 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 he had, listen, for him, Jesus, virtue had gone out of him many times. Doesn't mean he had a tank and it was on empty. It's just virtue went out. You say, why? Why? Why would this be a problem? It's not a problem. It was God's will, but he was in the flesh. He was in a fleshly body. He was not in a superhuman body. He was God in the flesh. He felt, he had to eat. He had to rest. He had to do just like we do. And so, so he withdrew himself, and, 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 and 
uh, there, 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 there's times that we need to get alone and pray and withdraw ourselves. We, 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 we stay busy. 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 And, and we fall flat on our face because we haven't withdrawn ourselves to take time to pray. That's right. See, what a lesson. Let me get, let's turn to chapter 6 and look at verse 12. And we're just taking snippets here tonight. But you all take this home and study. It's a great study. He's our example prayer for power to withdraw after times of public service. And then verse 12, chapter 6 and verse 12, look at this. And it came to pass in those days he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom he named apostles. Now, I, you know, he didn't flip a coin. This was a ragtag group. I mean, we, if we Baptists tried to put them, we wouldn't have chosen these guys. I mean, you know, he, he got, Judas was one of them. Say, what, did, what was Jesus doing? What was the example here? He was withdrawing himself to pray longer than normal before he made an important decision. You know, we make important decisions and we shoot from the hip. And we make those important decisions and we make, when we make that important decision without praying, Sometimes it costs us. Sometimes we fall flat on our face. It looks good. I like it. I think I should do it. I'm going to do it. And we never consult the Lord. You know, when, when, you, make, when you make a decision, when you make a decision, when I talked to a couple and they, I said, why do you want to marry each other? And they said, I don't know. I said, well, you know, go, go, go home and study and figure out why. Give me something, right? How do we make decisions? I mean, that, that's another message, but, but, but we need to pray. Amen? The focus is on, on prayer. Jesus is setting example. He withdrew himself, and then he chose those 12 disciples. Wow. He's just choosing guys. Follow him around going, they, they, you know, they didn't know. They were, they were great guys, but they didn't, just like us, we don't get it either. We're still trying to figure it out. What's that song say? We'll understand it better by and by. But he withdrew himself. Hey, do you withdraw yourself? Do you take extra time to pray before you make a decision? Dads, fathers, before we make a decision, that affects the whole family. Better pray about it. Amen? Amen. Now, notice notice chapter, chapter 9. We're moving right along. Chapter 9. And as the kids used to say, it's getting gooder and gooder. Chapter 9, and look at verse 18. 
chapter 9 and verse 18. And it came to pass, as he was alone praying, here he is praying, his disciples were with him, and he asked them, saying, Whom say the people that I am? And they answering said, said John the Baptist, but some say Elias or Elijah, uh, and others say that, that is one of the old prophets is risen again. And he said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? Peter answering said, Thou of the Christ of God. Now, what's, what's, he, what's, he, what's, what's happening here? The Lord was praying because he, he was praying for spiritual understanding for the disciples. He was praying for spiritual understanding of the disciples. As pastor, as pastor, one of the things in my heart that I want to do with every time we we preach and every time we teach is I want to connect, and I want to I, I want to connect and I want to connect you with God, not you with me. So there's a there's a partnership with the Holy Spirit and the Word of God that we're we're going through up here, every service. And I, as a pastor, need to pray that you have spiritual understanding. Now there are people that come to church and they listen to the message and they they get the information and they get puffed up with knowledge, but no spiritual understanding. There's people that come and say, "Oh, that was a neat illustration," or "Man, that was exciting," and that was uh, that, I can't I can't imagine what what was going on with all those kings or with the with with uh, Mordecai and Esther and all this. But did you get the spiritual understanding? The spiritual understanding. You see, see you need to be you need to be stingy with yourself, and and and, and you need you need need to be you need to be selfish when it comes to the preaching of the Word of God, and you need to zero in with God, the Holy Spirit, and the book, and you need to ask God to give you spiritual understanding. You need to ask God to take you deeper. You need to ask, you, you can't take you deeper. Only God can. I can't take you deeper. Just people say, you know, preacher, that was, that was this and that was that. Well, I'm going to tell you something. That's God's word. Amen. Okay? I'm just serving it up. You got to chew on it and take it in. See, spiritual understanding. I, 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 and, and this happens, and you've heard me give this illustration before. Have, a, have, a, have an evangelist come in, brother, uh, brother Frank. Evangelist comes into the church, and I preached the message three weeks ago, and he preaches the same message, same scripture, and people say, "Man, I never heard that before." Now, do you feel bad? No, I don't feel bad because I know it went one ear and out the other. But you got it this time. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> We're going to get it to you one way or the other, either me or the evangelist or some way. Amen? Amen. And so I, I pray, he was praying. that to get, Do you pray that you get spiritual understanding? Do you pray that your fellow church members get spiritual understanding? Do you pray that your children get spiritual understanding? Amen. Don't, 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 don't piddle around and, 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 and sit on your duff and, and, and let your kids grow up and don't think they're taking stuff in because they are. You know, when they're crawling on the ground, you got to get stuff up off the floor because they just eat everything. 
They don't care. What's it look like? And they take it in. And 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 they're and it, but listen, their their little ears, their little computers, they're taking stuff in. They listen. They listen, and they can have listen. A young person, a young child can have spiritual understanding. Right. Amen. That's right. And if they get the right spiritual understanding, they can stay on the right path. I mean, how many of us wish we could go back to age five and start over again, get a do-over? Huh? We would, but we don't. So we need spiritual understanding, not knowledge. Knowledge is a step, but spiritual understanding. He prayed for them that they would have spiritual understanding, and he began to ask them this question, and then he taught them. Let's turn to another portion of scripture in Luke. Look at Luke chapter nine. Luke chapter nine. Again, look at verse 28. And it came to pass about an eight days after these sayings, he took Peter and John, James, John and James and went up into the mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white and glistening. And behold, there talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elias. Say, what happened here? Well, as Jesus was praying, he was transfigured. He was changed. He was praying. Do you, do you realize that God wants us to change? You understand that? And God wants to change us day by day. Are you different this year when you were last year? When you get saved, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I believe if you study that, you'd understand that it's teaching there that old things to be old things need to be going all the time, and new things need to be coming all the time. So it's a process. And so, so he was transfigured. You know, we're not going to be transfigured and talk to Moses and Elijah. We can talk to this one, but 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 not the one back there. Okay, and and uh, we're not going to be, tra- but 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 God can transfigure our lives to change them to be like Him, Amen. And so it takes prayer. Let's look at chapter eleven. We got a couple more. Chapter eleven. Chapter eleven and verse one. I hope you're writing these down. I hope you're marking them. Hope you take them home and study them. Look at Luke chapter 11 and verse 1. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased, what? One of his disciples said unto him, what? Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. Here's the thought. As Jesus was praying, others were drawn to prayer. Others were drawn to prayer. You know, our children need to see us praying. That's right. We need to pray. We need to be men and women of prayer. Now, I don't mean when when you need to do when when preacher needs you to do something, and it's not a big deal, and you say I need to pray about it, and you know you ought to do it. That's that's what that's a that's a cop out phrase. 
Okay, I'm not talking about that. But I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about seriously praying. We need to pray. It's important. It's important that 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 others see us pray. Not everybody knows how to pray. I like to listen to new converts pray. They say some incredible things. Amen. Sort of just honest and innocent, you know? Mm-hmm. And they say things that we stop saying because we're spiritual. We've grown. No, we're just blowhards. We need to, we need to. But, but, but others watching us pray. You know, I, I, sometimes, sometimes you get to thinking, well, you know, we, we have a prayer list. It's a long prayer list and we pray, we have prayer. We read it every altar. Why? Because we need to pray. It's important. It's important that we are a praying church. Have you ever been in a church that has prayer lists all the time? I haven't, but we are because we need to pray. We need to, we need to, we need to be a praying church. We need to set the example. Sooner or later, sooner or later, folks that sit in these chairs, service after service, are going to say, man, I, I guess I need to pray more. I got a list. I can get a list. I need to pray more. Amen? Mm-hmm. And we need to pray more. And so when we pray, others are drawn to pray. And let me, let me say lastly, in, in chapter 22, chapter 22, in verse 41 and verse 42, Verse 41, it says, And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed. Now listen to what he says, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. He was, when he was praying, he laid down his, his he, he laid down in full and unconditional surrender. Well, I thought I thought I did that when I went forward to church. Well, that's one thing, but you better pray when you get get to, get to the altar. He prayed. He prayed, and when he prayed, he fully surrendered. He fully surrendered. I don't know if this happens to you, but when I'm praying, sometimes I'll be praying right along. I kind of think, man, this is a good, I'm praying good. This is a... And all of a sudden, God says, we need to talk about something. You ever have that happen? While you're praying, the Holy Spirit kind of just says, hold the phone. Hold that thought. We're going to, we're going to talk about this in a minute. Mm-hmm. And God just starts to turn on the searchlight in your heart. And you say, I don't know if I like this. 
And God says, well, doesn't matter whether you like it or not. This is what I want. And this is how I want to use you. And this is what I can do through you. And then you say, okay. And you hold up the white flag. If, you're gonna, if you get down to really praying, the Holy Spirit's going to bring things out. My Elizabeth remembers this. Ernest, my father-in-law, in his old mill house, you walked in the door and you turned in the room, and I don't know how, their, their ceilings must have been 10 feet high. And it had a ball, place for a ball right in the middle. And it must have been a 5,000-watt bulb. I mean, you could see through your pores. I mean, but it lit it up. It lit it up. I mean, let me tell you something. When you, when you get to praying, and you really get, you come into the throne room of God, it's not darkness. It's not a place of darkness. You can't hide anything there. You're just wide open to God. And that's the place, that's the time that he takes us to surrender. That's the time. Amen? Amen. What an example. Jesus Christ's example. He, he was, he, when he prayed, he, when he prayed in chapter 3, the Holy Spirit came upon him. When he prayed in chapter 5, he, he withdrew himself after time of public service. When he prayed in chapter 6, he prayed before making a decision. When he, in chapter 9, he, he prayed for spiritual understanding. In chapter 9, again, he was transfigured. In chapter 11, others were drawn to prayer. And in chapter 22, he fully surrendered to the cross. That's our example of prayer, folks. How's your prayer life? How's your prayer life? Let's follow this example. Let's take these scriptures with us. Let's look at the example of Jesus and let's pray like him. Let's pray with these things in mind. Let's ask him to give us the results we need. Amen? Let's pray. Father, thank you for what you've taught us tonight. We pray that you would... Bless the invitation now. May we draw closer to you in our prayer life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your example. We thank you that there's no question as to the direction we need to go in prayer. And we thank you for the results. We thank you, God, that we can come to your throne room because the veil was rent in twain. And we pray that you'll do business with us tonight, help your people. Uh, to spend time with you in Jesus' name. Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed. God spoke to your heart tonight. You want to get along with him? We have this guy on social media. He's a preacher. He prays for preachers. And he lists them there. And every time he prays for me, I say, thank you, because I need it. We need people praying for us, amen? And we need to be a church 
a, a, a church of men and women that pray. You say, preacher, I lose my way sometimes praying. Hey, Jesus is there, there in Luke for the example. He prayed. He prayed. Sometimes we're like Peter. We're all, all got, got our shoulders up like we're invincible. Jesus said, I'm going to pray for you when you're converted. He said, he's not talking about him being saved again. He's talking about him getting right. After he denied the Lord three times. Amen. Amen. Let's get a couple ushers. Let's receive the evening offering. Give as the Lord directs. Let's pray. Father, bless the gift and the giver according to thy will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So while Tim's getting back up here with his prayer list, um, Dr. Clarence Sexton went to be with the Lord yesterday. And um, pray for that family. And uh, John Sass, uh, he's a missionary to Israel. Last week, and I, 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 I got, the, got the message, but I forgot to pass it on. His wife had an aneurysm and died while he was in Israel. And so the kids were there, and um, actually Benjamin had ministered to a teenage young lady. He actually performed a wedding, and she was a good friend with the son, and he had called her, and uh, it, the hearts were really broken. Pray for Brother John Sass and his family, and pray for the Sexton family. Good evening, everyone. Let's uh, continue to pray for all of our um, folks that have uh, uh, have lost loved ones, uh, and just uh, just pray, lift up those families. Continue to pray for the Prasad family as they uh, grieve the the uh, passing of uh, Brother Anthony. And just, uh, you know, it's only been a year, and uh, Ian went to be with the Lord. So be praying praying for them and pray for God's uh, peace and comfort on them. It was good to see them here the other day. And just uh, just lift them up in prayer as well. And uh, pray for um, all of our unspoken requests, folks that have unspoken requests. And uh, Sister, uh, Sister Wendy and Brother Arnold have one. And just be lifting him up in prayer, uh, along with uh, uh, Brother Cornelius, uh, Brother Miss Mortley, uh, Sister Denise, Brother Miss Keys, uh, Brother Frank, uh, 
Sister uh, Abbott, uh, Brother Miss Deerston, Sister Mona, Sister Ori, uh, Pastor Creed, and Sister Sarika. And just just be lifting them up in prayer. And pray for the um, pray for the Abbots as they come back, uh, travel home from uh, their daughters. They're back. They're back, back safely. Amen. So be lifting them up in prayer. Uh, pray for um, pray for Ma. She uh, gets ready to travel to Cameroon on Friday to uh, to watch over her parents and pray for traveling mercies and to and from and also pray for her. As she's over there, because it's pretty, um, they said that they can't protect her. So uh, pray for God's hand on her and and to uh, protect her while she's over there, uh, taking care of her mom and dad. Um, pray for uh, my wife's employer, Jeff, who's getting ready to have a surgery on the 21st of December, uh, colon surgery. And just pray that that goes well and that uh, uh, God will heal him. And just uh, watch over him, and pray for uh, Brother Elijah's uh, friend Clara, her uh, Clara Hollander's dad, who has uh, stage three cancer. Any any update on that, brother? Okay. Okay. We'll continue to pray that God would heal him, and uh, pray for Brother Frank's adopted son. To grow in the Lord and uh, uh, just uh, just pray for Brother Frank as he ministers to his son as well, and pray for uh, Sister Hazel's uh, Hazel Osmond. Pray for her health, and she uh, went to the doctor uh, yesterday, wasn't it? Yesterday, Monday, and Monday, yeah. And just uh, just pray for her. Um, and uh, she's got to go back. She's got some other doctor appointments. And just pray for our God's healing on her and wisdom for the doctors as, as they take care of her. And pray for Sister Mona as she takes care of her mom and she is working a job. She's got a lot on her. Just be lifting her up in prayer as well. And continue to pray for Brother Mark as he, Mark Traham, uh, as he's, uh, he might need some more surgery. So be lifting him up in prayer, and let's see here, pray for uh, Pastor Jeff Berg, who has prostate cancer, pray for God to heal him, and pray for uh, Pastor Rick Connor, that may have lupus, he has lupus, he has lupus, okay, so be be praying for him, that God would heal him, and uh, strengthen his immune system, um, Pray for, uh, as we were praying for the Prasads, pray for uh, Aubrey, that we can get Aubrey uh, back in church and uh, just uh, kind of get a good good, uh, a good foundation under her and, a, and, a, and, a, and be, an, be an encouragement to her. So be lifting her up in prayer as well. Pray for our uh, mission commitments, uh, our nation, our, our, uh, our church, our church family. Uh, pray for uh, bus ministry, our uh, Sunday school, and pray for ro- folks recently saved, and pray for our uh, discipleship program, pray for our church planning effort that God would open a area up for us, and pray for our next outreach, which is January the what? Probably 8th. The 8th. Amen. We had a, 
<laughs> we had a wet one, didn't we? <laughs> you know what? God held the brain back. We we got, I think, 24 houses done. But you know what? God held the rain back. It was a good fellowship. We had a good time. Amen. And I, I tell you what, it was, uh, it's, when, we, when we got done, I mean, I tell you what, we had showers of blessing, didn't we? <laughs> but but yeah, we had we had a good time, so um, that that was that was great. So be praying praying over the um, the, the houses that we, the people that we spoke to and and the uh, people that weren't home uh, that we left a card on the door. So be praying that uh, God would work through those. Pray for our uh, upcoming preachers camp. Any updates? We're on that? we're having a we're going to have a meeting this this month sometime with the guys, and so I'll let you know. So I'll be praying for that. Pray for God to call call men uh, preachers, and uh, pray for uh, sister churches around the country and the world and lost loved ones, uh, pastors, churches without pastors, our first responders, our military and nurses, doctors, and our kids in public schools. Pray for them, and pray for the nation of Israel that God's hand would be on them. And are there any updates or additions to Did the? You mentioned Pete and Faye. Pete and Faye, pray for traveling. Pray for uh, Brother Pete and Sister Faye as they travel home on a pleasure trip this time, and not not because uh, they had to go to a funeral, but just be praying for them. Pray for Sister Faye's health as well. Um, she had a um, she had a scan before she left to check her thyroid out, and so be praying for her that that things will go well and pray for her work situation as well you know she's she's uh, been under a lot of stress there lately and just just pray for her she's she's got a she's a dear lady and she's got a good heart and she just 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 pray for her and pray for that situation that God would would uh, work in the boss's heart um, are there any 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 other updates anything yes Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Good, good. Yeah, that's that's great. But maybe you get a new truck now, right? <laughs> no, not. Right, right. How long did it take him to put it out? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, is that? Wow. Not good. Amen. Well, I'm glad nobody was hurt. Anybody else have anything? No. You sure? Oh, pray for uh, pray for Miss Anita's sister. How's she doing? Pray, we'll lift her up in prayer and pray for her friend Kathy as she recovers from breast surgery. Yeah. So, amen. Amen. Anybody else? No? Would you like to pray for us, brother? Also related us going to Cameron to have a family.
before that uh, I go into the stillness with the glucose test, all of that can be a very uh, debilitating uh, uh, disease or the expression of sickness. So put your hand upon them, heal them. Go with the, uh, the sexton family, Lord. I usually go on uh, Amen. sermon audio, listen to the preaching, Lord. Uh, wonderful preacher, Lord, that you've used over the years, Lord. Just comfort the family, Lord. As they go through this, I'm personally going to have to pray about uh, getting a new pastor in the, in the pulpit mm. to replace them, Lord. So I pray that they that just give them uh, knowledge and uh, choose the right pastor, Lord, to fill that position, Lord. And I know all across this country, Lord, that people are not really praying as we used to use to replace the preacher that they had before, Lord, and uh, the church fell apart. So I'm praying that you put your hand of protection upon the congregation and the pulpit, with will guard that pulpit, Lord. And, uh, and others that I can't remember right off the top of my head, but people that are going through bereavement, Lord, uh, that's a, a sad family. And upon the list, mm. that, that I can't Amen. remember, Aubrey, that you just help her to stop coming back to church, yes. Lord, so to go in grace. And uh, just put your hand upon her, Lord, and, and help us, dear God, to encourage them, encourage her and others, dear God. Help us with the discipleship program to disciple others. That we, we let you, Lord, people that are they, they staying on the church, Lord. That I remember there was a time when I used to stay on the church, Lord. So be, remember to be patient with them and pray for those that are struggling to start taking the first or maybe the second for baptism, then start uh, planting themselves in church and to be loyal to the Lord, local church. That we're talking about church uh, this week in Sunday school, Lord. That's good. I remember what the church is all about. In your holy precious name, we pray. Get us home safe, man, back here Sunday. Yes, Lord. In your holy name, we pray. Amen. 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 Let's stand to be dismissed. Good to see everybody. And uh, Brother Kaiser will be, be with us. Brother Kaiser will be with us uh, on Sunday morning and Sunday night. We'll have regular Sunday school. So be here for Sunday school. Be cool. Be at Sunday school. Amen. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You can make a shirt like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about one, but my su- I got my Superman shirt underneath here. Amen. Well, let's close in prayer. Brother, I want to close for us. Amen. Amen.